This is not recording. Oh, maybe it is recording. Hello. In case you didn't hear that, I'm Sarah. I'm Chloe. And this is Warriors, Parts, and Brews. Uh, and the cat is with us, and he's in a mood, so you're probably going to hear some meows. <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> Before we start, can I just, can we, since we're like technically like a 90s podcast, can we just give you know our respects to Dolores, who passed away this week? Yes. And absolutely. I may or may not have just like wept horribly listening to her cover of Go Your Own Way. Yeah, so I mean, who, who, you know, who didn't love Dolores and the Cranberries, who was sort of a youngster in the 90s? I mean, yeah, she was like 19, I think, when Linger came out. Like 22 or something? Oh, oh, gee, yeah, so they were... Like a baby, yeah. So I remember, like, my, for a lot of my, my youth, when I had no friends, I would I would watch Xena on the weekends and listen to, like, Tori Amos and Alanis Morissette and a lot of the Cranberries. So this has been, like, a rough week for me. Mm-hmm. Seamus agrees. Seamus agrees. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, so I, it's been a rough week, and I've listened to a lot of the Cranberries, and I've been, like, real sad a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. However, now it's uh, podcast time. That's and always good. It's always, it's always a good time. And we actually, like, the somewhat professionals we're not professional we are uh we went and took notes today while we were having beer at a new location <laughs> relatively new anyway. newish not one of the places we go all the time no so. a newish place i dropped off business cards so it's not it's, i'm not a regular there um bells and whistles in vancouver they have a decent beer list and if you see our friend Mark, say hi. He has a very large beard, and he's very nice. Um, so we actually like sat down and like read the recap and took notes. And so this is our first episode discussing Aries, mm-hmm. not his first appearance. And I'll make it very clear that I really like Kevin Smith and his portrayal of Aries, but oh, yeah. I really hate Aries. I really hate He is so smarmy. So <laughs> He's so smarmy and creepy. He's this weird... He is creepy and spoopy. Yeah. <laughs> He's this weird combo of like completely sadistic and paternalistic and like overly sexual with Zena. Okay, what what is the reverse Oedipus complex? Like, you don't want to fuck your mom, but you want to fuck your daughter. Besides just being Woody Allen, like, what is that? I don't know, but <laughs> I'm still not completely certain that he is, in fact, Zena's dad. Okay, we're but... going to get to that later, and, like, we'll yeah. have to do, like, a bonus, like, mini-sode, because we have a lot to discuss about that one. Yeah, uh, so I, <laughs> I'm not as sure about that as you are, but I still find... Cat's on my side, clearly. <laughs> I still find... Everything about him super unsettling, and I feel oh, yeah. like you know <laughs> he's basically like everybody that you, he's basically the guy that all everyone in the media has been talking about lately. Like yeah. this, you know, fucking creepy guy. It's just lol men basically. I mean, basically, like not all men, most men, most men, and most Aries men. is most men. He's... Can I can I also just say um, uh, I do appreciate. Again, I also appreciate Kevin Smith as an actor. He was great. Um, and I love his portrayal of Ares. Also, can I just point out that a lot of the villains seem to wear fetish gear? <laughs> and I'm, just, I'm watching this now as an adult and who knows about, like, the leather scene. Um, and I'm just like, oh, he looks like Rob Halford from Judas Priest, who took his look from Leather Bars in the 80s. And I'm just like, all right, Ares is a leather daddy. <laughs> that was... Very well timed, Seamus. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, Daddy Aries makes an appearance. That has a lot of meanings now. That I think <laughs> oh, I should should I not say it? No, I'm, I'm going to call him Daddy Aries. Just Daddy Aries shows up. Daddy for sure. I was yeah. going to call him Daddy. 
Leather Daddy Aries, LDA, there we go, <laughs> LDA shows up, uh, and so this is Intimate Stranger, this is Callisto's in the Underworld, um, and she's working with Aries, and she, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and basically she body swaps with Xena and tries, oh, to, yeah, yeah. tries to murder every single person in Xena's life that's important to her, and then you know, hopes that Gabrielle will kill Xena, and it's all really fucked up. It's super fucked up. But um, you know what? I love a good body swap. I mean, like, uh, on Buffy when they did it, um, I forget the episodes. Um, yeah, I don't remember the episodes. I forget the names, I'm bad it. with names. S- episode names and song names, I'm just like, I don't know, it's, it's the one with this with this line, or the one with this thing. Uh, but when Buffy and Faith swap bodies, that was really cool to watch, because I think these kind of episodes really have to... They must be a challenge for the, the actors, because... You're not only portraying a new character of sorts, but you're also having to mirror the mannerisms of the original actor in what you're doing and make it seem like you're not trying to mimic them, but also mimic them enough to be... Like, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. And you want to do a good job, right? Because you have something to live up to because there's this existing character with their existing mannerisms and you want to be able to sort of really indicate that you are in fact this character even though you yeah. look different and so there's all that yeah i mean like when you look at it it's like you're you're, you're trying to impersonate this other person and like i can mimic some of the things you say in in like the way you say it <laughs> <laughs> because i married you and i've known you for how many years many years uh, 14 yeah, yeah. yeah we're old. Uh, <laughs> but you know i can't actually i i think if i was stuck in your body and had to pretend to be you i i wouldn't be able to do a good job <laughs> so you know i'm just gonna leave that there <laughs> yeah we'll see <laughs> i also i'm just gonna pose this to our like you know again our dedicated three listeners who i love who leave us comments on our soundcloud and tweet us um and you know if you if you're new to this Thank you. Um, but please, I, w- I, w- I would love to have answers to this question. If Callisto was successful in her killing of Xena, would that change her as a person? Because her entire existence is is based around getting rid of Xena. So if she did that... Or torturing Xena, not so much getting rid of her, but like causing her as much pain as he- humanly possible. But that's the thing. She wants yeah. to kill her in this one. That's the whole end game. She wants to kill Xena. Sure, but but not before destroying, like making her really suffer, like in terms of killing everybody mm. else. So yeah, but the thing is, if she if she kills Xena and Xena's off the earth, what's that going to mean for Callisto? Like, is, she, is her whole ex- reason for existing in the way she is gone? Like, is she going to be a new person, or is she going to just continue along this path of, well, I got rid of Xena, therefore that's done. Now let's go cause some new strife. I feel personally like. She wouldn't become, like, a better person, that's for sure. Oh, she God, would just no. She would feel triumphant for a little bit, and then maybe she would become sort of still fucked up, but oh, yeah. really hollow, because what the hell else is going to drive her? So she would just be this that's, horrible, that's, empty shell. That's, that's, how that's the thing. Like, yeah. she was so driven by revenge, and, like, let's, let's cause Xena pain, let's cause those in her life pain. And if she was actually successful in getting rid of Xena, like, well, okay, you, you did the thing you wanted to do. So now what? Like, would she go and become, you know, like old Xena? And in some ways, would she just going to be perpetuating the stereotype? That Not stereotype, but like mm-hmm. just keeping that cycle going. And just keeping that cycle of, oh, I did terrible things to these people in, the, in this village. And that one kid who I fucked up their life is going to come back 
and try and kill me late. Maybe that's the whole thing. Does she get off on pain? I think she does. Oh, she absolutely does. Yeah. That just kind of feeds back into the weird, like, sexual creepiness of all the whole Aries thing. Yeah. Like, it's weird and fetishy and, and strange of, like, the whole Xeno parental god thing. And then there's Callisto, who is, like, very clearly enjoying this. Um, but look at her face. She's into this. And, like, oh, she's yeah. she's turned on by a lot of the, the violence. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not king-shaming. Not my thing. Not my thing. But... <laughs> anyway so uh yeah please please tell me your thoughts i'm very curious to know if uh if Callisto had killed xena like how would that have gone for her as a person mm-hmm. i want to know you, you have a face what does this face mean no i just agree um anyway so uh here we go it's sarah versus the fucking blu-ray player again intimate stranger oh 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 xena superhero jumps into the mist they are out on the wily windy moors <laughs> There is mist, and there's fog, and it's dark, and there's stalking men. Tonight. Look at this butch stance. Just like crouch, <laughs> and crouch down. Shing! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cyrene's here, but it's not Cyrene. Well, no, it's like a dream or did, did something. I ever, did I ever tell you that uh, at home some people say Siren as Cyrene? No, oh my, I'm not surprised though. Not surprised. Fucking Breton, man. Fucking Gabe Breton. This is dangerous, you shouldn't be here. Man, the casting of her mom was so good. Mm-hmm. She really looks like we, she, she looks like she Lucy. She could be her mom. Like her eyes are so piercing. Yeah. Oh, the laughing! I love the laughing. <laughs> Aries. Aries. <laughs> that's like the Carol voice. Oh, that's so disturbing. That like more from Cyrene is Aries. I mean, most things with Aries are disturbing. Yeah. Back into my fold. No one wants to be in your folds, no. dude. No one likes your folds. Okay, execution of Callisto, or just, like, letting her sink into the pit? I mean, she, well, she was pretty much directly responsible for her death because she could have saved her, but, like, honestly, she's a... Yeah, yeah. She's a menace, so... Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, like, if you kill the guy who's, like, gonna go, you know, shoot... Seamus, get off my lap. Like, if you, if you stop someone who's gonna go commit a crime, like, you know, this guy's like, I'm gonna go shoot these people in a bank. If and you, she murders, like, innumerable people. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's the thing. Like, do you do you kill one person to save more, and is that is that morally right? Yeah. And she's like appealing to her sort of. She's appealing to Zena's moral side. In her this. moral side, and like referring to like what she's sort of done as a person, but yeah. <laughs> oh, the dramatic. Oh, so that was a dream. Yes. Yeah, that was definitely yeah. a dream. So, what I like about this is, uh, you know, uh, this show was written off as camp and, and funny so much. She needs some pajamas, sorry. <laughs> okay, but yes, okay, first of all, did no one in ancient Greece have pajamas? <laughs> like, wearing all that, like, that leather's just gonna be sticky against your boobs. I mean, they're sleeping outside, it's yeah. probably pretty warm. Like, you're just gonna have underboob sweats. Oh god, yes. <laughs> sorry I cut you off, but just, that's not what I would want to sleep in. No. <laughs> Okay, so variety of terrible dreams. Um, and now Gabrielle's caressing Xena. There's a lot, there's a lot of caressing this episode from caressing, what I can recall. Yeah. <laughs> okay, can we just can we just look at the, the lighting on this? Xena's waking up from nightmare. There's a fire. It's backlight, and like there's a lot of like gentle touches and caresses. This looks like some sort of like lesbian romance novel cover. It's super romantic. It's very romantic. Okay, so if Ares is in her dream, do you think it's actually her subconscious, or Ares is just there being a dick? 
because uh, he's Aries. I don't feel. I don't know. I, I don't know that it's really clear, but. I, I've always gotten the sense that sort of in this show people are able to invade other people's dreams a little bit. Very easily. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, astral projection clearly is no issue for these people. <laughs> oh, this is also a dream, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a dream. Too. So this is a dream within a dream within a dream within a dream. This is like some... Because uh, Gabriel is telling her... Was this Inception? Shithead, this, is, this is the original Inception. <laughs> I never saw Inception. No, we tried, but didn't, we didn't actually keep it up. No. <laughs> okay, so this is probably reality okay, at this point. Okay, now I think she's probably really awake. Where's okay. Gabrielle? She's sleeping. Yeah. And she, Zena's, like, creepily lurking over her. Yeah, she's making sure she's not Kalisa like she yeah. was in the dream. And again, she's still wearing the leather as she sleeps. And... She's gonna cuddle her. Yeah. Probably. I mean, there's probably fanfic. <laughs> you know there's I know you know, listen, you know how much fucking Xena fanfic I unearthed when I was in university and I had fucking high speed internet for the first time I also found that virtual season people wrote after when they were reincarnated in like modern times I read a lot of that yeah I did not read that I mean I was uh, super invested in fanfic I still like eh, not so much now I read like that one Sanders fic <laughs> you read more fanfic than I do I don't read I actually any. I went on a a, a, a spree through um, fanfic.net and I found a shit ton of old Sailor Moon fanfiction <laughs> that I read when I was like 18. <laughs> I used to read Passions fanfic. <laughs> uh, okay. I was in a Sheridan and Luis. <laughs> what? Sheridan and Luis. Was that the show with the the... The puppet or the Timmy, the, t- oh, the like, Jesus, and the witch, and the oh my god, yeah, yeah. oh, fuck. <laughs> I was right into that. Uh, oh. I was fourteen. What can I say? Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh right, Perticus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, you'll be okay. Oh, footprints, footprints in the dirt. Looks like they're headed toward that deserted village over the river. Who? Theodorus oh, and yeah, his men. Theodorus. I feel like every other villain is named Theodorus in this show at this point. <laughs> so this is like Callisto's dude, I think. Yeah. Oh, Joxer. Oh, yeah, there he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and they're all beating they're up all be Joxer. Joxer. Which, I mean, you know what? He probably deserves it. But, like, why would they even bother, for, like, beating up Joxer? Because like? he's being a dickbag. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's being a pest. Oh, like, he's got a cool tattoo. Theodorus has a nice little, like, uh... Shoulder tattoo. It's really problematic how they always use the ah, men of color as the villains. Oh in yeah, show. I mean you need to just not do that. Like that's that's <laughs> a lot of bad. I'm Please just, stop that. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah. it's almost yeah. always the case. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I can I can forgive a lot of things, but this show sometimes I'm like, you gotta just be better with people of color. You just you should have tried a little bit. It's a little harder. <sighs> so Zena just like broke through a wall, did a somersault, grabbed her sword, Gabrielle ran in through a door. <laughs> <laughs> Gabrielle's like, I'm the rational one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Honey, that. honey, we don't need to be dramatic all the time. I could have just come in through the door too, but like <laughs> Oh. Get the blankets. See, it's like, yeah, okay, it's good. <laughs> I love it. 
Jocker's hanging by his nuts, essentially. And Zena's like, shut the fuck up. I know you're hanging there. He's like, oh, she's like, I'll get you eventually. <laughs> she's like, I'll deal with you later. I don't care about you. <laughs> oh. Oh, Gabrielle's wrapping her up in the blanket. Oh, oh, it's so nice. And oh, again, caressing her. Yeah, There's so much petting. caressing. I know the petting. other one was a dream, but still. Yeah. Whatever. It's still cute. <laughs> <laughs> This show really kind of goes deep with the, the ethics and morals, like, I mean, deep for, for Xena. I mean, it does. I guess she did. I mean, it's, 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 it's heavy when you get down to it, like, mm-hmm. Xena's trying to do better and, like, not kill people and, and not be that bad person, I but, mean, like... she kills a lot of people, though, still, but... Yeah, she does. But, but... But with Kalisto, it's weirdly... I don't know. Like she's like she is the way she is because of Zena at her bad mm-hmm. bad time. Because Zena kills people without thinking about it all the time. Like yeah, they're no. I mean, we as viewers were like, oh yeah, those are the bad guys. Like whatever. But yeah, this there's a, she has way more of a sort of trouble with <laughs> Callisto because yeah. she knows her history with Callisto and blah blah. Yeah, and I mean, like, Kalisto has definitely blamed Xena for her being the way she is. Yeah. So, Xena's, I, there's, there may be some sort of thing at play where she's, you know, I can't kill her because I've, I've made her this way. I, I can't take her out the same way. So now Kalisto and Xena are, like, in the dream world together, and Kalisto is basically, like, circling her and sort of, like, vaguely... Very predatory. Vaguely caressing her, but, like, also being predatory, and there's always this weird sexual energy between them oh, that I've, really like... Is. And I, <laughs> I am not complaining though. No, I'm not complaining, but it's also just super awkward. It's like I hate you. You murdered my family. Let me, like, I don't know. It's it. It is very predatory. It's very predatory, and it's also, um, I don't know. Like, c- clearly, her mental health is is not in a in a great place because uh-huh. she's unhinged yeah. quite a lot of the time. <laughs> so. You know, at a certain point, is like, what part of this is just trauma? Which part of this is Kalisto as a person? And which part of this is Zena's fault? Like, yeah. and, and here's now, and here's, and dad, daddy. daddy's here. <laughs> daddy's here. It, it, it's interesting for me to look at this, though, because Zena's wearing brown leather and armor, but everybody who was quote-unquote bad usually wears black, or black leather and studs and whatever, so... I mean, can you just imagine all the squeaking when they walk? Like, like, Apparently, there is video somewhere. There's, there's video somewhere of um, Melissa from Supergirl walking uh, just across like the DEO set, and there's no background noise or anything, and her boots are just like smack, 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 and it's just like the funniest thing. See, those bangs seem really short in this episode. Maybe it's just the bad lighting. I don't know. So Zena's admitted she's guilty of murder. I mean, you're guilty of a lot of murder, though. Yeah, but so is Kalisto at this yeah. point. And <laughs> Zena just like spun into a rock. And then now she's like, yeah, awake. But now Kalisto's in her body. Yeah. So this is this is where the swap happens. Because totally, people can invade your mind in yeah. your sleep and then go yeah. into your body. Yep. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. Zena logic. Okay, watching this though, and this is so good. Mm-hmm. Look at her face. The way she's she's crouched down, mm-hmm. that is not how she looked in the first scene. No, this is much. Uh... This is definitely like you can tell that there's like that tiny little subtlety of this is Xena 
or this is Lucy pretending to be Hudson to be Xena. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's making up with Ares. Oh. I just never want to see her make up with Ares, even if it's. I just Kalisto oh, is Xena. Yeah. No. Oh no! Stop it. <laughs> Ooh, don't the captions say moans in brackets? I don't want to see that. <laughs> <Someone> <laughs> yeah, I love I love a good body swap. I love you know when when Buffy did it. I think that was great. And I I think this is like I'm not I have no acting training whatsoever, but I feel like this would be like a really amazing challenge to look at as an actor mm-hmm. because you have to take the mannerisms of not just the character but also the person playing them yeah. and make them your own, but also kind of have to show that you're not acting but trying to act at the same time like it's I'm sure there's a lot of like re- little nuances oh the horse hates her that's there's your first fucking clue yeah. the horse hates her <laughs> the horse is like I am not having this my the mom's not here smart. Her like, the horse was fine last time yeah. shut up Oh, here we go. Xena would never fucking say Zena that. Xena would never say you should have killed Kalisto. Xena wanted no. to protect you for as long as you possibly could. Oh, and now she's trying to make oh, the guilt trips. feel guilty. Oh, the guilt trips. Seriously, she would never fucking do this. Yeah, this is... Gabrielle, like, you're super naive, but, like, man. Okay, the way she's moving her mouth... It's it's Hudson. It's mm-hmm. nuts. I love this. This is so great. <laughs> the crazy, the crazy eyes. Oh, the crazy eyes. I love it. <laughs> she definitely had like Kalisa crazy eyes. Yeah. Oh, here we go. So she's trying to bargain with Hades. And her inflections, her inflections sound like Lucy. I love it. And the way she's like, she's holding her face. It's very like it's that Zena stoic yeah. face. What is what is this this? Tinfoil shoulder pads that Hades is wearing. I don't know. Honey, not... do you not have a budget for a stylist? And no. he, like, you're a god. Like, just get somebody <laughs> to make you some nice shoulder pads. <laughs> so Hades now knows, like, oh shit, mm-hmm. this is Xena in this wing nuts body. I mean, Ares is. Why would you be surprised that Ares has done why? something kind of devious? Yeah, why? Oh my god, the god of war is doing something terrible. He's like, this is shocking. Shut up. Did he really tell me more? Like, really? <laughs> my, really? My shittiest brother did something really shitty. Oh my god. <laughs> all the killing training. Yeah, so now Xena's. Well, Callisto as Xena is teaching Gabrielle to, like, Stab people basically, which is totally what she would do at this point. I mean, yeah, I feel like as as like as traumatized as Gabrielle is surrounding Callisto, like I mean, she definitely has some trauma about Callisto. Um, you, I, I feel like she would just be like, "This is a lot of weirdness from you." Telling me to kill people when you spent so long telling me not to kill people? I mean, but Gabrielle is not the brightest in the first couple of seasons. No, I know. I mean, honestly, there's a lot of times where she's like, don't don't go to that cult. Don't go to the cult. Oh, you're going to the cult. Okay. I mean, even later on. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I just look like Zena, but really Okay, she shouldn't make that sound sexy, but she did. I have to. I have to say though, like Lucy as Hudson as Callisto is fantastic. Uh-huh. Oh, she Gabrielle's nailed her in the ribs, which I think probably deserved. 
Yep. Yeah, probably deserve that. <laughs> no, you're not. This is a very distressing scene, really. Oh, she's putting the boob knife on the on the staff. Yeah. Oh god, this is a lot of trauma. <laughs> Do they have therapists in ancient Greece? <laughs> Did they cost a hundred dollars an hour? No, that'd be a hundred dinars an hour. <laughs> Therapitis. Yeah. <laughs> it was not that funny. <laughs> Called on Zena. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like, this is, this is who I talk to about my problems. Who are they? Therapeutists. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Want me to rail our own podcast because we think we're too funny? <laughs> I mean, if you, this is how we are in real life, truthfully. <laughs> Bad jokes all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, they're like practically having sex. Just they're having like they're having sword sex. Yeah, they, that's. I'm sorry, that was the wrong way to phrase no, that. That's true. They've got their swords pointed at one another. Why do their like, swords spark? Heavy breathing. Just like, oh, what are you gonna do with the girl? Oh, it's so creepy. <laughs> Please never say that again. No, that was, that's what she said. I know, but you said it in a creepy way. <laughs> she said it in a creepy way. And now she's got her mouth open. She's like panting. It's so creepy. Didn't isn't the earring Aries wearing? Is that the one you wanted to buy from the place in the on commercial drive? <laughs> it's like a big know. fucking sword. Is that what you wanted? Oh no, you wanted arrows. You arrows. wanted arrows because you're a fucking little Amazon princess. <laughs> oh no! Don't make out. Oh no! I'll make it out again. Oh god. Yeah. So Aries and Callisto and Zena are making out again. It's just that's just a lot. Oh, that's a lot. God. I kind of, I, part of me is like really selfishly hoping that like Renee comes to a comic convention here because I've seen, I follow her Instagram and she's done a couple like really small things like in like Florida and I don't know, like the East Coast. I'm like, Vancouver's comic convention is sad. Just come here. If she does that, I need to like get in shape again so I can wear my Gabrielle outfit and then. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll wear the Xena t-shirt I have and we'll just go and be like, hello, we're losers of a podcast about the show. I better get exercise in then <laughs> You know what would be fucking huge? Okay, here's the thing. I, if they ever go to Clexicon, we have to go. Like, I have issues with the name, but if they ever do a thing at Clexicon, we're going. Oh, yeah. Okay, Gabrielle, like, just the whole weirdness about the horse, like, just, just be, just, just think about that. Just consider that for a second. Like, I mean, you pretty much know Xena's priorities go you, then the horse. So I mean, no on a bad day, the horse comes first. Yeah. <laughs> the horse is like, get the fuck away from me, motherfucker. <laughs> you can't figure it out, can you? Poor horse. The poor horse is like, I want to talk, but I can't because I'm a horse. I want to give Argo a hug. I'm actually kind of scared of horses. <laughs> I know you are. And I, I mean, they are kind of scary, but they're also great. Oh, don't splash her in the face. That was mean. How many Argos... Seriously, I asked every fucking time. How many Argos did they go through for this series? <laughs> it was on for, like, what, seven years? Yeah, I don't know. But horses live a long time. Probably, I think it was, like, two. You should have 
Don't do hurt her. Do don't hurt the horse. How long do horses live? I don't know. Like a long time. I don't know. Okay, I don't know these things. I just avoid them because they're big and scary. So I can and handle. They snuck up I, on me and I, I can, No, see, she's on the ground. Oh, she's not dead. She's fine. No, I know, but like I can handle like humans being hurt on TV, but I can't handle animals being hurt. Uh, I'm just gonna point out you cried over Grace and Frank like five times, and you cried over Battlestar Galactica, well, and you cried yeah, over no, Grace Anatomy. I definitely cry over, over <laughs> humans too if I'm super involved <laughs> in their like. Well-being. Okay. But like, oh, and so Kalisto. Like, Xena as Callisto is, like, comforting her. Well, the horse knows. And she knows. It's so lovely. I'm very invested in Argo's well-being. So she's hacking up a tree and getting some, like, jizz out of the tree? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely looks like jizz, and based tree, on her face, tree, it tastes like jizz, Yeah, too. I wouldn't know. But she's got some tree jizz and some leaves, and she's gonna, like, put it on the wound to, like... Because, again, she's a doctor. She knows yeah. how to do everything. Yeah. I mean, we have to credit Xena for a lot of things in the modern world. Yeah. That can be arranged, mm-hmm. Joxer. Maybe. <laughs> so brave. This is gonna hurt a bit. She's really, 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 really good at doing the Xena voice. I honestly, like, I I know she's t- taking a step back from acting and she's doing the the yoga thing, but I'm just like, she could really could have gone far. Like, she's really so. talented. And I say this every time we talk about Kalisto. Joxer? On the off chance, Hudson, you're listening. And you want to, to Skype in real quick and just do a brief chat about your, your methods and your and your thoughts about Callisto. Um, let me know. Yep, that one at gmail.com. Um, uh, we will, I will call you. Uh, we can Skype, um, FaceTime, whatever. Um, and yeah, I would, I would like to talk to you because you are fantastic. So she's used the pressure points on the pinch. Doctor pinch. to prove that it's uh, Didn't say how long the pinch was this time, though, so yeah. this doesn't count for the pinch countdown. Because we've been counting down every time she yeah. does it. You yeah. have a minute to live, you have You're... 20 seconds, you have yeah, 45 she seconds. She didn't let him suffer for too long. I mean, she should have. <laughs> so did... She knew in what pain I had to put Argo down. And I know a few things she doesn't. Argo won't die. She's so good. Oh, God, she's good. I'm just, like, distracted by this now. I forgot how much I love this episode. No, it's great. I mean, I, I do have to give Joxer that. He really... Yeah, yeah. Like, he really... <laughs> he thought this was Kalisto, and he tried to go up against her because he wanted yeah. to save Zeta's heart. Yeah. I think Joxer's a dickbag, but that was pretty good of him. I'll give him that. He's not always horrible. Yeah, he's not... I'm not a fan, but, like, he does... A lot of his buffoonery comes from a place of goodness. It's just... Bleh. <laughs> Sometimes. He's just kind of gross. And annoying. Yeah. But that was good. Theodorus has a little muscles. I probably wouldn't go up, want to go up against him. No. <laughs> Zena walks in, and it's like, Ah, oh, that's killer! Don't give her a reason. Put the swords away. Seriously, what sort of gym routine do you do? <laughs> Does he have lockjaw? He's not moving his, his jaw when he speaks. I don't know. <laughs> There's just a lot of just not moving. Look at him. He's not, oh, he did move his mouth. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Maybe it's a bit of him trying to hide his accent. Yeah, and I, and I mentioned this last time, like, with Carol, uh, with Kate Blanchett oh, and Carol. She's making basically an orgasm face because she just slit his throat. throat. That's gross. 
<laughs> Oops. <laughs> but yeah, maybe it is an accent thing because, like, we discussed this, like, Kate yeah. Blanchett and Carol, like, with the yeah. whole, like, breathy. Oh, God. Throwy. <laughs> yeah, and, and Lucy does it in this for sure. Maybe he's trying to, like. Yeah. Oh, she has a good face. Oh, here we go. The thirsting hour. <laughs> the thirsting hour is upon us. Took me 36 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's longer than usual, so. Yeah. No killing, bring the city to me, and I will kill them myself. Yeah. Because she's got to make it really painful. Yeah. But I, I, I understand they're hired goons, but wouldn't the hired goons be like, this is a change pace for you? <laughs> no, they're all very frightened of Xena. That's true. Yeah, okay. Okay, Hudson trying to walk like Lucy and Xena is amazing. She's like, stomp, 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 yeah, stomp, Yeah, and then stomp. she does the, like, little... The, the little, like, spoom, like, the mom move that yeah. Xena always does to Gabrielle when she grabs her boob to stop walking. Yeah, no more. I can't tell in this body yet. <laughs> oh, oh she just elbow jocks her in the face, so that's good. Oh, is this the fight? This is it. Oh, here we go. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Even her, yeah. yes, <laughs> Even her voice! Even her voice is so good! Little friend, special friend. Little friend, gal pal. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I could read a paper on this episode. It's so good. Oh, you looked? Okay, and she did the Kalisto yell! Oh, she did the Kalisto yell! Why do all her swords pterodactyl screech? I'm gonna change because whenever I retweet something I'm excited, like gay pterodactyl screech, I was gonna be like Kalisto screech. Yeah. But okay, but why do all why do their swords spark spark that one time and then they don't afterwards? I don't know. Like that's I love it. I'm not complaining about it. I think it's great. Oh yeah. Oh god, I love this show so much. I mean, clearly, because we have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and we have literally, like, three listeners. <laughs> no, we have more than that, but we have, like, three that interact with us. Yeah. Like, honestly, if you want to interact with us, please do. We're really nice. <laughs> we like talking about Xena. <laughs> and cats and beer. You just missed, like, the thigh grab. Oh, oh now they're straddling. There we go. <laughs> oh, Gabrielle's got the, the spiky staff. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun-dun. So this is a two-part episode, by the way. So the next one after this uh, is going to be the the follow-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be great. There's like a stabby train right now. Yeah, it's it's the human centipede of stabbing. That's a fucking good question. Yeah. Oh, this should be good. I remember this. This is great. Answer the fucking question, bitch. Lies. Yeah, no, that's completely wrong. <laughs> Gabrielle's like, what the fuck? <laughs> My wife is in this body. What? What's She's going like, on? This is the worst. She's like, I didn't want this, but okay. No. I'm on your side. She's so confused. Throwing knives. So now she can do the the hand clap grab. Oh no, she just threw herself in front of it. Huh. I like when she I like when she does the thing where she like and grabs the knife huh. like this the the clap. Are you really Zena? 
So many good abs in this frame. Yeah. A lot of abs, a <laughs> lot of boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Abrielle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take the, the, the pointy thing off the staff. You don't need that. Although you could just smack him with it once or twice and be fine. Oh, God. Nobody cares, Jocks, sir. You can hear the wind in the background. Uh -huh. I've, I've never noticed that. No. How windy was it when they couldn't yeah. <laughs> actually hide the wind in the background? It's birds. It's very nature -y. Very nature -y, yeah. I get, I get distracted by birds sometimes because I see a lot of crows in East Bend. I'm like, are you Canuck? No. Damn it. <laughs> I talk to the crows anyway, even if they're not connected. I know, because they can remember your face, and if you're nice to them, they'll be nice to you. I know, but just in general, I just feel like talking to them. When I got swooped enough times, I want to be nice to them. Like, hello, please, don't bite my face this time. Oh, oh, you almost fucked up. But this guy's an idiot and didn't fucking catch on. Yeah, he's not an observant, really. I mean, hired goons. Oh god, so Cyrene sees who th she thinks is Xena. Now Xena's gonna be, a, you know, air quote Xena is gonna be a dick to her. Look into my eyes, old woman. <laughs> Xena's not home. <laughs> Reagan's not here. <laughs> Where is she? She's in here with us. Would you like to leave a message? I'll see that she gets it. <laughs> Give me the bat barge. <laughs> Give me the bat. <laughs> Friend of mine in high school thought he was the hottest thing on the planet. He's a handsome man, but just... Now I'm kind of wondering, did she have a leather fetish? Maybe. Because <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, he's a good looking dude. And he's got a really nice smile, but I'm just like, I don't know, he wore a lot of leather and he always looked kind of greasy. <laughs> Well, I was like, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe you're into leather. That's cool. I like that. I support you and your and your enjoyment of that community. So oil is being flung across the room. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. That seems to be Zena's kind of go-to of um, taking out a large number of people at the same time. She likes to on fire. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty cool move. No, it is. And I mean, it's effective, too, because yeah. if you throw one thing of oil near a fire, it's just going to... And then... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I was bad at chemistry, but I feel like if there's a trail of oil and fire, the fire is going to follow the trail of oil. Oh, yeah. And that'll fuck shit up. <laughs> that was very fancy, like, oil can, like, raspberry swirl live on Storytellers. <laughs> <laughs> Drum beat. God, they're noisy. I mean, how else are we gonna know they're fighting if they're not screeching at each other? <laughs> oh shit. Oh. Body swap back? Nope. Oh, so shit. Ghost Kalisto flung a thing and or Ghost Xena flung a thing into Kalisto's neck as Xena. This gets confusing to talk about. Yeah, when... I'm kind of confused at this stage. Even reading the recap, I was just like, uh, who's doing what now? So the whole thing is, um, Xena was hoping to get her body back, um, but it didn't work out in time, so her body is stuck in Hades? Stuck stuck with Hades? Stuck in Tartarus? In um, the underworld. In the underworld. And Kalisto's body with Xena in it is stuck up on Earth. Oh my god, her voice sounds like Lucy. I love it. 
I wonder how warm the outfits were, because they look like they're really heavy. I mean, it depends on how warm it was in New Zealand at any given time. I mean, there's definitely been times where like, you can tell it's winter, and like <laughs> there's oh, yeah. like, snow on the mountains, and <laughs> they're just like, let's get this, fucking get this yeah. that scene done real quick, because it's like minus 20. Let's I fucking think, do it. I think that scene where in like season six where Gabrielle's stabbed and they're like in the water. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was actually cold. I think it was actually I think, fucking cold, yeah. I think I remember reading about that. Yeah. Like that seems I wish I wish they had done, because I got you that book for, for Christmas or your birthday, and it was like the first, I think, three seasons. Mm-hmm. I wish they'd done like a, a full, like, here's the first three, like the Watcher's Guide, here's the first three, here's the next four, like. Yeah. I forgot about this part. Wow, that's a lot. This is really shitty. Yeah. But also good, because she's like. She's got a point. <laughs> yeah, she's like, you're no better than I am. I mean, you should feel guilty. Yeah. But yeah, this, this brings the question, like, with Kalisha doing what she's doing, she she's literally no better than Xena at her worst. So, like, yeah, get your revenge, but you're still being a murderer. Like, you're still a murderer. Yeah. Cool motive, still murder. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, for that meme. That's great. <laughs> Thank you, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, for everything. Like, uh, yeah, yes, thank you for having a uh, bisexual actress play a bisexual on your show. That is fantastic. <laughs> like, yes, please, more of that. A bisexual Latina actress play a bisexual Latina character. Yeah, and... yeah, Brooklyn Nine-Nine's great. Please watch it's, it. It's so good. All right, oh, so the army of dead are... Uh, Tormenting Kalisto, who is yeah. still in Xena's body. Who is still in Xena's body. Uh, but she's heading for that rock that they did the body swap on. I like how so many things about body swaps around... Well, I say so many things, like I have this fucking knowledge. But the two I've seen, <laughs> Xena and Buffy, and both times it had to deal with a rock. So Buffy and Faith had to do the hand clap thing and swap, and then Xena put her ass in a rock and then swap. <laughs> but this didn't work, so Kalisto uh, is still in Xena's body, and Xena is still in Kalisto's body. Who are you? Have been dragging this out for a while? Yeah, they dragged this out for a while. Yeah. It's a hard lesson to learn. Kalisto couldn't possibly know or understand that. Zena. Yeah, that's so your wife. Yeah. Gabrielle's basically <laughs> got to come to terms with the fact that her favorite person looks like the person who killed Perdiccas. Her husband. Yes. Yeah. Who ruined her life, essentially. Yeah. So the fact that she's just embraced her, like, really shows her dedication oh, to yeah. Zena. Yeah. And her love for Zena. Yeah, she's like, I don't love the body, but you're in there, and that's I, would, I will handle that. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing on the, um, the, the podcast, the Rubber Boots podcast. They have the hypotheticals. And one of the hypotheticals was, would you, um, if your wife and your mother-in-law swap bodies... Would you have sex with your mother-in-law in, like, mother-in-law's body with your wife in it? Or would you have sex with your wife in it? And I'm just like, oh God. none of those. Not, none of those None of those things. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, yeah. No one cares, Joxer. Go away. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you creak when you walk, dude. Like, you're not calm and you're not stealthy. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, what did she do to you? (laughs) Do you want to go to bed? Your legs not working? (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Carry a frommy, Zena. (laughs) So, this is it. 
Oh, this is good. She's... How does she make her face look like Lucy oh, when she's saying things? Oh my god. Of all the bodies to be stuck in. <laughs> Poor Gabrielle. Poor Gabrielle. Of all the bodies to be stuck in. Hudson is also very pretty. Oh god, no, I definitely <laughs> I you know, here's the thing. I definitely had a crush on Kalisto as a child. I mean I know looking back, I'm like, oh it wasn't Kalisto, it was just Hudson because she's so pretty. Who didn't though? I mean, honestly, like as a kid, I was like, oh this is a, qu a queer show and there's a bunch of pretty ladies on it. I mean, <laughs> like, I have no complaints about any of this. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this was uh, Leather Daddy Aries. Uh, Leather Daddy Kalisto. <laughs> Kalisto Daddy Zena. Leather Daddy Zena. Kalisto was like literally like, yeah, your daughter calls me daddy too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was part one. Um, part two is, the, of course, the conclusion, and we all know how that goes! Except for that person who has just started watching Xena and messaged us, um, spoiler alert, just don't listen. It ends well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously. Uh, yes. Argo was not harmed during the production of the Thousand awesome Picture. <laughs> but she is going through therapy because... <laughs> because trust towards Xena. <laughs> Yeah, so that was that. Um, thank you for listening. Hopefully we sounded fairly coherent because we actually like tried to be professional and take notes <laughs> and talking points and that this really went out the window like five minutes in, clearly. Um, the cat made an appearance. The cat is just like face-planted on the tower over there. Thanks, Seamus. He's very asleep. <laughs> yeah, the cat's just like, I'm done. I know what this means. Uh, yeah, so uh, next is uh, Ten Little Warlords. So if you want to pre-watch, we're doing that one. And the one after that is A Solstice Carol. And we have decided that after the heaviness of Kalisto and Xena doing the body swap, we are just going to watch that cheesy nonsense. And make fun of it the entire time. because In a loving way. It, yes, but it is not a good episode. <laughs> so it's not, it's not great. It's not the best. We're, we're not going to have a lot of really deep in, uh, commentary for that one, but that's okay. No, it'll just be, it'll be jokes and cat meows and <sighs> talking about beer. Um, so, yeah. Um, thank you to uh, Bells and Whistles Vancouver for helping us uh, plan this episode. <laughs> Backcountry Brewing for the Widowmaker IPA. That is fantastic. I am currently drinking a jerk face. A jerk face for a jerk face. Um, and special shout out to our homebrew and Heaven and Hell Stout. Can you actually find a photo of that horrifying album cover of Anne Marie's <laughs> and put that on our social media? Because yes. that is hilarious. Yes. <laughs> uh, if anybody is from Canada and who knows Anne Marie, um, she put out an album in the 80s and it's a it's a weird cover, and we made me me made beer with our friend, and we listened to this for some fucking reason. So the back cover is like her in little. So I mean, she looks. You, she's wearing like like, like little, a pantsuit, like little red like booty shorts. Oh, that's the back. Okay, like a little hot pants, and she's got like she's surrounded by like a devil. Like a devil infant who's half like a toddler nude. who's wearing like devil but pants who is half nude and it's very it's weird. really weird it's and really it's very creepy it's really 
unsettling. It's and super unsettling. So thank God we got drunk when we made the beer that day. Because I was like, I'm horrified by all of this. And basically, if any of you know Anne-Marie, I mean, she only ever gives off, like, sort of like the mom next door vibes. And that's it's, like she, Okay, no, no. Yeah. Let's, be, let's be real. She gives the lesbian physical education teacher from down the block vibes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Her hair looks like a frightened hedgehog, and she looks like that teacher you had in junior high who was just like, let's go, ladies, you can do one more lap. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of vibe she gives off. So this this album art is really not... For Emma, like, it's pretty racy. It's racy, and it's not what we expected, and we just disappeared in front of us, so we decided to name our beer... Uh, Anne's Heaven and Hell Stout. After this album, yeah. because it's... Yeah. We listened to the entire thing while we were making yeah. it. And, and then we would listen to the weird synth polka. Yeah, I don't know. But we have a very interesting life. Yeah. <laughs> Between the podcast and my work and our weird homebrew music whatever nonsense we adventures, do. Adventures, yeah. yeah. We have a lot of we have a lot of fun. <laughs> Um, so yeah, please let us let me know your feedback on Callisto. Um I'm like honestly we are always up for conversations on Callisto. Yeah, I know the social medias. <laughs> I'm just doing the sign off. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, please uh, email us uh, wbbpodcast1 at gmail. Mm-hmm. Um, Twitter, we are wbb underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. And what's our Tumblr? Warriors Bards. Or Warriors Bards and Brews. The letter N. Letter N. Um, and we also have an Instagram, which I totally forget the name of at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, please like let me know. Like, like seriously, we are always up for like conversations on uh, Xena and all kinds of fun stuff. Also, beer wbb underscore podcast is also the Instagram. <laughs> um, and you also you will see our beer selections and the cat. And um, I just put a photo on our Twitter of us um, recording this. I'm wearing my ears. Yeah, the ears I mentioned. You will see those on the on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's that. Next up is the conclusion. Um, hopefully we'll have it up on time because I have like three work events in the next two weeks. We'll do our best. We'll do our best. Uh, if, if we're late, we'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I work I work in the beer industry. So like working for me sometimes is like going to drink with suppliers and we come home at like four in the morning. So anyway, it's been fun. Um, I love Callisto, Hudson Lake. Uh, please call me. <laughs> you know how to find us okay. yeah you know where to find us <laughs> thank you for listening and we'll see you next time